But then the next verse says, but we have no such customs, no, not the churches of God. All right? So Paul's saying, in my opinion, long hair's a shame. But we don't have any custom. There's, there's nothing to say we have a custom along those lines. But it was an issue that they were bringing up to Paul. Hair length. Now, I believe that we need to obviously dress modestly, and, and I believe that there, that there are uh, 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 ways that we as believers are supposed to live. But here's the thing. Notice what these things were. They were things that had no eternal significance. No eternal significance. I remember the day, I'm old enough to remember, that if you saw somebody with a tattoo, the immediate thought was that they weren't a very good person. Because only thugs and sailors had tattoos. And people would make those statements. My, came, came in there and had tattoos all over and, and oh my Lord. Well, here, here's the thing. Whether you agree with tattoos or not, there's nothing in the Bible that says that'll stop you from getting to heaven. You understand? I'm not advocating it. I'm not telling you to go get yourself all tatted up. But what I am saying to you is this, is that when a person begins to criticize another believer, another brother, because of something that has no eternal significance, they're getting in a bad spot. Because Paul said the reason why some people were entering into the problems they were entering into is they didn't judge themselves. Oh, hallelujah. So we are to examine ourselves. Paul said, watch this, if we judged ourselves, we would not be judged. Oh, hallelujah. If we judged ourselves, we would not be judged. So I ride herd on my attitude. I keep track of my attitudes. When I recognize criticism, I grab it. I see I want to be influenced. When I recognize criticism, I grab a hold of it. And I don't, I, I don't let it have reign in my life. Why? Because I want to be influenced. I want to influence my family. I want to influence my neighbors. I want to influence my society. I want to influence the people that God brings my way. The most influential people I've known in my life are people that stayed away from criticism. They just stayed away from criticism. You can tell the truth and not be critical. You can speak the truth in love and not be critical. I said it Sunday morning that you, that, that you can tell the truth to people and that when people leave our presence, they should feel better for having been around us. And even if we had to tell them the truth, at least they heard the truth in love. Everything that you say to a brother or sister should be motivated by love. If, if there's a correction that needs to be brought or something of that nature, it's motivated out of love. The statements that I make are motivated out of love. Here's what I've learned about criticism. You can't say it in love. 
Because it's criticism. It's criticism. You, you see that? Well, can you believe they wear their hair that way? That's critical. That's criticism. You believe they dress That's criticism. If Listen to me. If it's not immoral, if it's not immodest, if it's not sinful, if it's not wrong, you can't go to the Word and judge it. It's just my opinion. Hallelujah. Did you see that? There, there, there are people that will criticize. It's not so much today as it was back in the day for me, but uh, uh, I remember it very distinctly. There are people that will criticize uh, different car brands. I'm a Chevy man. I'm a Ford man. I'm a Dodge man. I'm a Toyota man. Whatever man. And just criticize the other, the, other, the other makes and models. Just be critical of it. And, and they don't know if, if the other makes worse or not. Might be better. They don't know. But he's, a, he's a Ford guy. He's a Chevy guy. Oh my Lord. That's just the worst thing in the world you could be. See, criticism. It's, it's just, it's criticism. Hallelujah. Pe- people criticize based on where people live. Ah, they're from Wyandotte. Wyandotte County. Criticism. Ah, they're from Johnson County. They're uppity. They're all snooty from Johnson County. Well, everybody that lives in Johnson County isn't snooty. There's some snooty folks in the dot. Amen. I, and, and, and you find it all, all over. Uh, in Arkansas, they're from Little Rock. Oh, they're from North Little Rock. Oh, they're from West Little Rock. They're from Pulaski County. Like it matters. Well, I'm not going to go over there. That's over in North Little Rock. Well, Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. That's, that's, that's in uh, 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 Wyandotte County. That's in Johnson County. That's over there in Bonner. That's whatever, wherever it may be. It's criticism, and it's unfounded criticism, and you hurt your influence. You hurt your influence. Because you may, you may not go, right? It may not be a sin, to criticize somebody for where they're from, but it's still affecting them. Oh, hallelujah. As believers, God is our judge. Our just God is our judge. I judge myself, and then I'm I'm not judged. That doesn't mean that people won't criticize me. It means God won't judge me. And that's more important to me. In uh, 1 Peter chapter 4, you know, sometimes, and, and this is kind of a side note, I've watched people before that their faith wouldn't work for them because they were so overly critical. That's, that's why you've got to be careful with things like that. You know, be careful criticizing people that are going through things. Because I don't know all the answers. I don't know everything, all right? That person's, I, I, I've, had, I've, had, I've heard stories of people that were going through a physical fight, and somebody would come up, and it might be well-meaning or not well-meaning. 
and say, you know what, if you just get some things straight, the Lord would heal you. That's a critical statement. Got to be careful with that. Amen. There are reasons that people aren't healed, but I don't know all of them. I may or may not know what you're going, if the Lord tells me, I know, but I'll come to you and say, look, I was praying about this, and this is what I believe the Lord said. Now you do whatever you want to do with it. But to just come up and carte blanche, tell somebody, you know, and be critical of them, you hurt your influence. 1 Peter 4.17, notice what it says. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that do not obey the gospel of God? Now, this entire chapter is talking about God being our judge. Now, here's something I saw many years ago. We influence the world when we judge ourselves and they see a change in us. That's when we influence the world. You influence people in your life when you judge yourself and they see the change in you. I can't tell you the times I've went to my, my family, my kids, my wife, and said, look, I recognize this in me, and I'm telling you, I'm changing that, and I'm not going to be that way anymore. Um, and this is how I say it. I'm judging that as wrong in me. And I'm going to correct that. Amen. I remember years ago, years ago, oh my goodness, uh, 26, 27 years ago, maybe 28, 28 years ago. And uh, Pastor Michelle and I had not been married very long. And uh, uh, oh my Lord, I, I had a temper. I just, I had, I had a temper. And I mean volatile you understand and uh i mean put my hand through the wall temper get mad throw things break things and uh, it's it seems even foreign to me to say that about myself nowadays uh, uh, at, at this point in my life but here's the thing i was remember i was reading the word and we're going to talk about this in just a moment i was reading the word in the book of proverbs and it says, a man that cannot control his own spirit is like a city without walls. And the other verses, make no friendship with an angry man because you'll learn his ways. Well, when I read that, I knew I was an angry man. I knew I was broken down like a city without walls. And I, you know what I did? I went to my wife, I went to my family, and I got on my knees in front of them. And I said, I've recognized myself in these verses. And I'm telling you, from this day forward, I will not raise my voice. I will not be angry. I won't throw fits. I'm telling you, I'm judging myself. And I'm judging this to be wrong in me. Amen. And, and you know what? People say, was that hard? No, it was one of the easier things I've ever done. And what I mean by that, they'll say, was it hard to quit doing that? No, it was one of the easier things I've ever done. Why? I judged it as wrong and I put the word on it. I put the word on it. 
Amen. Do, do, do you see this? Because I had to, and here's what I found over the years. I've dealt with issues like that in marriages and in other people's lives, and here's what I would hear. I've heard statements like this. Well, if you had to live with the woman I live with, you'd get mad too. Well, she just won't leave me alone. She just nags me, nags me, nags me, nags me. What is that? Criticism of the other party and no judging of themselves. Well, she shouldn't nag me, but you shouldn't get mad. Hallelujah. I'm helping somebody. Right? You've, you've heard the story of, of how I started dealing with that anger and those things in my life. And, and Pastor Michelle and I would get into a discussion that would, that would try to uh, escalate, and I would stop and say, sweetheart, forgive me. I'm wrong. I, I need you to forgive me right now. I'm wrong. And there were times she wanted to argue and say, no, I'm wrong. You need to forgive me. But I wouldn't allow that to happen. And, and, and I'd get on my knees and take her hand and just hold her hand and say, honey, forgive me. Forgive me. I, I don't want to enter into strife with you. I don't want to enter in uh, to cross words with you. Well, see, I had to keep myself in a position of judging myself. They're only examining myself and judging myself. Yeah, but what if the other person's wrong? That's between them and God. I deal with me. That, that's how you become influence. Well, I'll tell you what, if my wife would just act right, or if my husband would just act right, that's the wrong mindset. Because, because <laughs> even if they act what you call right, there are going to be other people that don't act right. And I want to influence the world that I'm living in. Hallelujah. So when we judge ourselves, We influence people because they see the change in us. Now, how do we judge ourselves? The Word. Look here at uh, Hebrews chapter 4. We've got just a few minutes. Hebrews chapter 4. And verse 12. For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner, notice that word, of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Now that word, discerner, one of the main meanings is it's a judge of. The word is a judge of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. This word is only used once in the entire Bible, and it refers to the word, a discerner. It also means skilled in judging or fit 
for judging. So notice this. If you read it that way, talking about the word, it is fit for judging the thoughts and the intents of the heart. It is skilled in judging the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Isn't it interesting that it doesn't say, I am the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. It says the Word is. Hallelujah. So the Word, as we stay in it, will judge us. And by that, cause our influence to increase. As I stay in the Word, the Word will discern, the Word is fit for judging, and my influence will increase. It can be something as simple as going to somebody and going, look, I was wrong. And people will say, well, that's just apologizing. No, that's judging yourself. I was wrong in this instance, and I'm asking you to forgive me. Why? Because I, I've been in the Word. When, for instance, when you read Ephesians 5, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church and gave himself for it. Now, you, you read that, and then you, you ask yourself, am I loving my wife that way? Am I giving myself? Now watch. What does that entail? Am I giving myself for her? Now think about that. What does that entail? Because I read that and I let that judge me. Amen. There are homes that you go to and, and the husband just, it's, it's his way or no way. That's not giving himself for his wife. That's demanding my way. Ever what it is. Oh, hallelujah. Do, do you see this? I, I've seen houses, and, and, and these are minor things, but understand the deeper issue. I've, I've seen houses where the husband had to run the remote the husband had to run the thermostat. The husband decided when everybody went to bed. The husband decided what they ate or didn't eat. All based on what he wanted, what he liked, what he desired. Well, see, who's, see, there's a lot of submitting going on to him. But the Bible says submit yourselves one to another in love. Oh, Hallelujah. And it may not seem like a big thing, but when, when a spouse is willing to be a little warm because their wife is cold-blooded, they are entering into something that's influencing their family. You say, well, how spiritual is that? Very spiritual. Because I'm willing to prefer the other person. I'm willing to prefer my wife. I'm willing to prefer my child. Amen. Without the thought of what do they do for me. See, the critic is just critical. And, and demands that you listen to them. The person that wants to judge themselves and, and the person that wants to, to be an influence understands it's more... Listen, 
I've learned this over the years. When an acquaintance and I, we may disagree, and I've learned this over the years, and I've said this over the years, it is more important to keep a friend than win a fight. It's more important. So it's not just overlooking things. It's me saying, judging myself, Philip, that is not important. That really doesn't matter. That really doesn't matter. So important. See, because when you're constantly judging others, you fail to judge yourself. Because the spotlight's always on everybody else. I've told you this story. There was a gentleman that went to the church, and, and he had a young son, and I think his son at, at the time was, uh, I don't know, I want to say six or seven, maybe eight, I forget. And uh, we were, I believe we were in a, uh, I believe it was a Sunday night. Might have been a men's meeting, I forget exactly, but I think it was a Sunday night. And uh, there was a certain uh, television network at that time that, that they said that their programming was all geared toward men. And, and it was a lot of risque type of programming and, 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 and just not, very palatable things for a Christian man. And Pastor Michelle and I used to even say, it's not geared towards a Christian man. And I just made a statement. That's why I think it was a, 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 might have been a men's meeting. But in any event, I just made the statement. I said, in my opinion, a Christian man has no place watching that. And this man said out loud, real loud, Amen. And his son looked at him just as loud and said, that's your favorite channel. Everybody had the deer in the headlights look. Right? You know, when you look back and you investigate that man's life, he was very critical. He was critical of other people's marriages. He was critical of the way other people did things. Very critical. And, and guess where the light was not? on himself right if he agreed with me he should have sat in that seat silently and saying lord i judge myself for engaging in that right didn't have to do anything publicly he just had to judge himself amen there's there's times people go that person has no compassion that's a very critical statement. I, I've got to look and see what is, where's my compassion level. I know this sounds elementary, but folks, everything that God wants to do for us, God said as it pertains to DeSoto, I want you to fill the house. Well, there are going to be people that we fill the house with that don't have all of their ducks in a row. They don't have all their stuff together. And you and I cannot afford to be judgmental and critical of them, we have to love them and help them grow in the things of God. Amen. Do you see that? And so, the Word, as we stay in it, will judge us. And by that judgment of the Word, it will cause our influence to increase. Oh, hallelujah. Do, do you see that? Now, the reason I can tell you about the dangers of this is I've had to walk through it. I've shared one instance with it. 
And, and some number of years ago, the Lord began to deal with me about criticism. And He dealt with me about criticism uh, uh, primarily. <laughs> he began to point it out to me when I was driving. Statements I would make about people. Boy, I don't know how to drive like I do. Where'd they get their license? Crackerjack box? Nobody in this city knows how to drive. I hear the crickets. It's quiet. See, I got, I got to be careful with that because it's just, it's just unwarranted criticism. What I'm saying is they're not doing it the way I want. My goals are blocked. They're not going as fast as I want them to go. They're not merging as quickly as I would like. They, right? And, and I'm being critical. And, and what I'm doing is I'm harming my spirit. Amen. And it's, it's hard to be influenced. When I've been critical. So we want to be people of influence. We want our influence to have an impact. Hallelujah. That's, and I, and I'll, start, I'll close with this. That's why I want to use sweet words. I have a rule in my house. No cross words. No cross words. We don't want cross words. Why? Because that's usually the result of criticism, or it results in criticism. And I don't want that. I don't want to criticize the person I love the most. I don't want her to criticize the person that she loves the most. None of us are perfect. So that means none of us qualify to criticize. I can judge according to the word but I can't criticize. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for helping us to be people of influence. Thank you for helping us to see those things, Lord, that we may need to correct and that we may need to make different so that we can help the people around us to be more of what you want them to be. And we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen.